Carrier into the zone with Howden. Carrier shoots. He scores! A laser from William Carrier. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Connor falling over, guides it toward Carlson. Back to Connor, right wing into the zone. Connor dips through, shooting. He scores! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of Don. Boy, you sound chirpy considering we have to go off of uh, the first loss of the season. Yeah. I'm... Wow. Chapman's excited. Both, you guys are both uh, enthusiastic today. I thought there would be a really down feeling in the studio. Positivity the alley, baby. Against the Anaheim Ducks last night. We'll get into our game rating and uh, what we uh, thought about that performance, which comes on the heels of a very hectic couple of weeks for the Vegas Golden Knights. But the third period that decided it kind of flew in the face of uh, any type of fatigue. Break it down in more detail. George McPhee was on Nighttime at Noon today, and we'll bring you some of that interview with Ashley Weiss and Shane Natty. Uh, love it when the president of hockey operations uh, stops by and has a conversation. One of the most uh, fascinating individuals that you can mm-hmm. just sit down and have a conversation. You can go many different ways with uh, George McPhee and his expectations for this season and where uh, they lie coming into a defense of a Stanley Cup championship and also the short summer and distractions and all that. Uh, we also have one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, but the big story is uh, the first regulation loss of the season. It It is for the Vegas Golden Knights, and you know, I, I think that you look at it, from a couple of different angles. Um, I, I'm not too upset about the the loss. I'm really not. I, I kind of look at the game last night against Anaheim. I, I do feel like the golden Knights, you know, probably look back at that one and, and feel like they let one slip away, but now everything kind of resets again. You, you start to have this streak to start the year, become a big story. And the more, the, the longer it goes, the more you start to talk about how long can it go and I think now it's it's just about uh, the start of the season's done, it's over with, and, and now you're into the meat of it. Say what uh, you offered up at the start of that analysis. I'm not too upset about the loss. Right. Yeah. Who would be? Some people. Really? Have you talked to anybody that... I think there's more anger or, or frustration at how the loss happened, probably more so than that the loss happened, right? Like a 2 nothing lead going into the third period should be automatic for this team. Should be. And it generally is. But it does happen. But hockey is... Like Boston blew a game the other night. Sure. To Anaheim. Like it, it does, and then Detroit. Yeah. But I understand where, yeah, you're not upset and uh, it was a great run, uh, but who would be upset with something like what we just saw? And... and I'm sort of being half tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. half. If you are upset, I got to sit down and have a conversation with you <laughs> about expectations and looking at at the big picture on this thing. Mm-hmm. 
because it's 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 not right. They they found ways to win games and get this thing uh, to within one game of the franchise record for a single season uh, point streak, and they had it to twenty games when it goes to to last season. And yeah, it was it came out of nowhere. It really did pop out of of nowhere yesterday at at the Honda Center. But there's no reason I think to be mad about it. It's almost one of those scenarios where you stand up and give them a round of applause. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, it ended, but yeah. good, good on you guys. Yeah, no, for, appreciate for, for the that. journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 as as strange as that sounds from a professional sports sports point of view, it it does feel like oh, it's over. Well, good on that. That was that was great, you guys. Yeah, it was a great start to the year, and now we we move on to the meat of the schedule. Do you want to do game rating now because we're on the subject of it? I'm open to okay, it. Let's go down that path. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Yeah! I always forget the applause there. Uh, Chapman, you're the voice of the fans. Where do you go off of the 4-2 loss in which Anaheim was able to score four goals on five shots in the third period? And I'll give my opinion on that part in a bit, but I'm curious as to your evaluation. Well, I think it, 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 it ends up right in the middle. To me, it ends up a tequila shot. They were up 2 nothing. <laughs> you know, like, like they were cruising along. They were doing all the right things. They were pitching a shutout. Yeah. They go into the third period. Maybe, maybe they could have added to that lead. Maybe they should have added to that lead. They had back-to-back power plays. It didn't add to that lead. But, look, Anaheim is playing really good hockey. They're a lot better, at least right now, than all of us anticipated. I don't think it's a terrible loss by any stretch. I'm, I'm disappointed the way they lost. You know, like Ryan said, they're up 2-0 in the third period. That should be automatic with this with this group of players. But, look, I mean, you're not going to go 82-0 or 81-0-1. It's not going to happen. You're going to lose. And sometimes you're going to lose to teams that you're probably better than. I'm not, I'm not too disappointed. So a 3 out of 5. Yeah, 3 out of 5. If I have to listen to somebody say they're not going to go 81, 1 and 1 or whatever. Well, that would be 82 and so it'd be, it'd be 81 and whatever. 1 at this point. If I have to listen to that, well, yeah. that's the best part about the streak being over mm-hmm. is that rhetoric is done. Well, Wallace. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tongue-in-cheek reference. I was calling you out, buddy. Well... That's all right. No, no, not you specifically. There's a lot of people. Well, I just said it, and you, <laughs> yeah. and you mentioned it, so yeah. you're calling me out. No, no, no that, that is not directed solely at you. I, it it you doesn't know, have to be. You know when my laser's on you. Well, yes. That, that, it, that's a broad statement. By the way, okay? the laser was on me the other night with, with Stephanie. What? Stephanie Rogers. Oh, he, he threw me under the bus in front of her. Well, yeah, you you yeah. and Nate, uh, you uh, are, are fully... I'm against it when 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 it comes to Nate and Steph. Yeah, they're yeah. they're out to don't don't distract. Don't like this has nothing to do with that. All right, the game rating <laughs> can confirm that actually. Um, yeah, I part of me wants to go a little higher than than a three out of five than a tequila shot, but I, I'm gonna stick with a tequila shot because again, as as I mentioned, a two goal lead going into the third period, generally speaking, for the Golden Knights is automatic, and I don't really look at that third period as a, a an onslaught or a barrage from the Anaheim Ducks. The Golden Knights actually doubled up Anaheim more or less when it came to shots on goal. 
they had their chances to to convert. I don't think they gave up a ton. There were some broken plays that ended up in the back of the net, which is why I, I tend to want to go a little bit higher than a three out of five. But you know, on the whole, for it being three games in four nights, for it being the, the back half of a back-to-back and four games in six days, I, I don't think the Golden Knights played a poor game at all. I, I think that, you know, some bounces went against them, and sometimes that's hockey. But you have a two-goal lead going into the third period. The expectation here is that you get the job done. I'll go uh, right there with the tequila. Let's uh, let's grab those shot glasses and throw them back, boys. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration. And maybe them all at the same time. Uh, that's My tequila shot uh, strategy, I learned this from, you remember Cliff Fletcher and Chuck Fletcher, the general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers, mm-hmm. Minnesota Wild. Mm-hmm. His dad uh, is the Hall of Famer, uh, Cliff Fletcher. Uh, Cliff's daughter taught me this. Uh, okay. When my wife and I would be out, uh, you do tequila, you throw it right over your shoulder, and you just you just you just position it, you just position it that nobody's behind you, and then boom, and then you can go all night with yeah. that stuff. I'm not a big uh, tequila shot fan, but uh, I'll do that right here. Uh, three out of five uh, with tequila, because of having the lead and playing uh, a, a good game, and in the end. You're on fumes, but you only allow five shots, so you you didn't lose because of that. There was some puck luck uh, in, involved in it. Uh, you didn't score. You had a breakaway, an opportunity to put it away. Boy, Jack Eichel, what a weekend for him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he had an opportunity to, to slide it home. And then on, on the flip side, uh, the puck just, uh, the winning goal, uh, Mason McTavish breaks a stick on it. Like, yeah. oh, like There's just so many different things that, that went into that goal that was, well, that was kind of meant to be. Uh, but the uh, the other part of it uh, I, I looked at was Logan Thompson had not allowed a goal against Anaheim in his career. Yeah. Not in his career. Right. And last year was perfect in a couple of appearances. And he's got a 2 nothing lead going to the third period. And you only allow five total shots, mm-hmm. only four of them on the goaltender himself. Mm. That's a pretty good spot. Yeah. Like that's that's a one off, one in a trillion, right there. That that happened to take place, and none of them were what you would go. That was a bad goal, right? You like a save, yeah. Like you would yeah, yeah. In, in any situation, but there was nothing like uh, what happened uh, against Montreal mm-hmm. in, in in the fan play by Aiden Hill. There was nothing like the Philadelphia goal. Right. Yeah, that, exactly. That, that goes off the blocker that would that would have went wide. There was none of those. So it was a one in a trillion weird third period that you, based on the eleven oh and one start, can just brush off and come back and get get back to it. Yeah. I don't... The the equity that you built up in the first four weeks of the season allows you to say that was one in a trillion, mm-hmm. and one in a trillion may be conservative <laughs> when it comes to uh, what what Anaheim did in that third period. There wasn't even extended zone time right uh, in it, and the stats like look at that box score. I can't imagine reading that box score, not having watched the game yourself, and going four goals on five shots. <laughs> It doesn't, what, it doesn't it, make any sense. It, it, no, it's impossible. Yeah. Like, it'll never... In the, in the National Hockey League, it's impossible. And I know that one of them was an empty netter. Mm-hmm. So you've got uh, you got three goals on three four on shots. Three on four shots. Yeah. You, you did everything 
perfect. Yeah, really in in that game. And Bruce was along that line yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's not much more you could have done other than find a save or yeah. make a better decision with the puck. They turned over a puck in in, in their zone. And Anaheim uh, was it was it that the carrot goal uh, where he was behind and and made the the deke and and, mm-hmm. and slid it home. Yeah, like he was the last guy out of the zone. Yeah, he was. It was fortuitous. At uh, at the most extreme level, yeah. that that puck bounced to him. It actually coaches coaches, if they're going to be honest with you, don't like that goal. Sure, even if they're on the right side of it, like secretly they'll tell you that works against you mm-hmm. because it feeds into the fact that you can be late coming out of the zone. <laughs> you can lolly, you can lolly yeah. a little bit, hoping <laughs> you can be that player that's always like, oh, it's going to come to me, it's yeah. going to come to me. Yeah. And then, uh, but uh, but there's there's just some strangeness about it. You will not see a team do that again. I'll have to check with NHL stats on on that. Okay. What's the uh, most goals that they've scored with the fewest opportunities? Mm-hmm. But that has to be it, like top three. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. And again, it, it's it's not even the lack of shots was was striking because again, you you see a team score three three times on a goaltender four times in a period. You think that they're in the zone all day long. You think that it's a furious push. Like, we've seen the Golden Knights have a strong third-period push where they throw 20 shots on goal, and they've scored in those situations a couple of times. But it it didn't ever feel like a dangerous barrage. It felt like every opportunity the Ducks had came off of some strange plays. And give them credit, they finished. They certainly did that. Even the empty net goal. There's a curving puck that goes off the post uh, and in. But look, they they contributed to some NHL history yesterday. Mm. That's just the second time ever mm. in the National Hockey League history where a team has uh, has offered six straight wins with five of them featuring third period comebacks. Yeah. Like the second time ever That's that wild. a team has has done something like that. So what what occurred against Vegas yesterday? has been a trend in in the Anaheim Ducks uh, recently. And I give them and applaud them for the way they played that game yesterday. Mm-hmm. That was that was different than what we've seen from the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, I don't know how many times you notice Trevor Zegers, a couple of times, uh, but normally they get down a couple of goals. Mm-hmm. It becomes the Trevor show. Yep. And he tries to do different things. There was none of that, which is good for Trevor mm-hmm. in his development, that he's becoming a more traditional, impactful player, not the uh, lacrosse plays or between the legs, just looking for his cookie plays. Sure, yeah. He contributed to a team that, that made a comeback. Didn't factor in the scoring, but contributed to a team in the, in, in the comeback. And they were a lot more effective uh, in their defensive standpoint of, of that game. And not playing loosey goosey, and I think that's that's good for for the development of our league. We want more competitive teams, mm-hmm. and that was the first time that I thought, oh, we we're, we're seeing a bit of a turn. Leo Carlson's great too. Leo Carlson uh, was good. Troy Mason Terry was Tavish good. Was Mason good. McTavish is my favorite yep. player on their yep. their team. So I you. love the sweaters, uh, the purple people. They were leaders. so good. Yeah. I love them. Uh, what do you call it? Eggplant or what do you? Well, I mean, uh, to me, it's eggplant purple. and jade. Yeah, but. Duva said that they were plum and jade. Yeah, which is which is what they are. No, like, that's know, they, officially you know, they're, what they're, it is. They're, they're but I'm telling you, it's eggplant and jade. Yeah. Like that was the original. That's what it's always going to be. If you call it plum and jade, 
I'm not like, going to fight you or anything, but I like would, it's I, eggplant. I think you and Dan would have a good go around too. I'd like to sit there and watch that go. I'm sure you would. What you guys just drop the mitts? And... I wouldn't run away like you did. Uh, from from who? From, from Lawless. Lawless. Oh yeah. yeah, totally. That was the smartest thing I've ever done. <laughs> no, no, it Absol- wasn't. Absolutely, I've. I have no issue uh, on that side, but the the purple people leaders were were awesome. There was, <laughs> I, I love being able to see uh, like numbers instantly come back to me from those uh, mm-hmm. that era. It's like a song that you haven't heard for a long time, and all of a sure. sudden the words are, are right in your head. Uh, so so that was uh, that was neat. But yeah, uh, three out of five right across the board. Uh, standard practice. Uh, I was happy that they were in the game mm-hmm. and and were able to even until the empty net goal went in. I thought there was still somewhat of a chance. I, I thought it was... the way thing, they've been able to rescue points. My my thought process going into the game was that it, it was destined for overtime. I, I felt like after it was 3-2, to two, it was still destined for overtime. So I was a bit surprised that it, that it was a regulation loss for sure. Hmm. Now they go against L.A. on Wednesday yep. and San Jose on Friday. Yep. I'm glad it didn't come down to the San Jose game. That would have been bad. Well, like that, that just would have been... Ugly. I think it's a better thing. Are you guys with me? No, I'm right. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think that if you know if the Golden Knights were able to continue to run this up until Friday against San Jose, and there was a hiccup there, we'd probably be dealing with some angry people. Hey, do you have our winner from Friday in the hockey parlay contest? I do. Yes. What, what, what was his name? Steve. Okay, can we give Steve a call? Yeah, at I some point that. during this just radio program. Do you want me to do it right now? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll dial him up. Yeah, if he answers. Yeah. He'll dial him up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to dial him up? Yes. Yeah. Right now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking if 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 I didn't laugh, I was going to see how long I could keep well, no, Chapman no, see, talking I... <laughs> and, with, with, before he was going to dial it, even yeah. though I said, "Yeah, dial him up right now." I was what's, thinking... he, what's he doing right now? Well, no, no, He's no, no, not no, dialing. No, listen, listen. I was, I was. Debating if I was going to pot up the phone. No, we can't do that. But no, 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 no. Our, no, our no, phone no. is such a disaster that yeah. it probably no, no. dial like Zimbabwe or something. That would, so. n- no, Wait, th- what? That would just be a career limiting decision based on putting somebody on the air that doesn't know they're on the air. Yeah. No, I, I would keep it potted down and give them a call. But once again, yeah. What's his name? Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve could be on the air by now. Yep, it's true. Like it, we could be having the conversation right now. You Instead, know, <laughs> he wastes three minutes talking about mm-hmm. long-distance calls, which have nothing to do with the conversation. That's very true. And and I'm going to get into the logic because Steve won on my game. Mm-hmm. And my logic was very sound as to why I went with Pittsburgh-San Jose. Everybody wants to take credit for it, but the guy won $400. And that's the, the best part of it. Steve's not answering. So we'll, we'll get him at some point over the next uh, couple of hours. You can hang up now. All right. When it goes to voicemail, you can hang up. Uh, George McPhee on nighttime at noon. We've got one-timers news notes from around the National Hockey League. And uh, just maybe, just maybe, we'll talk to the man that's $400 richer, courtesy of our hockey parlay contest from Michael E. Minden Jewelers. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 702-876-1340. Let's open up the phone lines and uh, let you have your say on this on Monday. We did our game rating early today as we went down that path and just made more sense instead of looping back later in the program. George McPhee will also stop by from his appearance on Nighttime at Noon with Ashley Vice. And Shane Nowdy, and we will play that for you in the second hour and hopefully get a hold of Steve from the Hockey Parlay Contest, the winner of $400 as everybody's clamoring 
to take credit for Steve winning $400 and cash in that ticket. Uh, what's <coughs> happening, Steve, if you're listening? Uh, you probably don't want to answer because people are going to ask for you to share your 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 winnings. That's really what's taking place here. But uh, <laughs> off the top, let's go to line number two that uh, was answered first. And is it Mike Chapman? No, it's not. Who is it? It's Stephanie. Two. Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie number two. Uh, welcome to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hey guys. How's it going? Good. What's happening? Not much. I just, you know, I'm still kind of reeling from last night um i knew we were going to lose in regulation eventually but it was interesting to having a front row seat to the mayhem last night oh how so. where, where were your seats um i was kind of in like the back middle area um section four or something or other but yeah i mean it was interesting you could tell they were getting tired in the third period and just mental mistakes took over and the Ducks were able to capitalize. But, you know, we're learning. We're moving on. Thank you, next. I have a theory, and this is based off of uh, something that Ashley Vice said uh, post-game last night. The season actually becomes normal now. Mm-hmm. There's been so much happening, and with the banner raising and the ring and uh, the defense start and then a couple of wins off the bat, and then you get into the streak, and that takes on a life of its own. We, we haven't really encountered a normal feeling around the National Hockey League season yet because there's always been something else happening. Now now we get on with, with the campaign. What do you think, Steph? Yeah, you know, it, it does kind of feel like it's a, back to a normal season. I mean, I was enjoying the winning streak. Um, mm. I'm sure Carlson was enjoying his, you know, point streak. Both ended last night. But, yeah, I think it is kind of true that, now we kind of get back to business. Um, the you know everything that happened last season was last season. Now we got to focus on this season and repeating and doing it all over again. So since you were there in person, I, I need to get you to weigh in on this. Um, yeah. The Anaheim Ducks jerseys are they eggplant? Are they plum? Which color would you say they were? You saw them in person. I want to know. Um, I would say somewhere between eggplant and maroon. There it is. Is yeah, that, is that purple? I don't know if it. I don't know if I answered the question or no. No, you answered it correctly. Eight, but is yeah. that purple? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a base, but, basic color person. It's like there's five colors in the world. No, it's eggplant. Uh, you know eggplant, what an eggplant looks eggplant like? To me, is not a color. It. I would go purple. Like just for the basic. It's people. like it's, not, a, it's a deep, it's a not, deeper shade. I'm not of purple. arguing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying like the closest that would be to a normal <laughs> You're color. Like it's purple. Just... Yeah, I would definitely not call it purple. No, okay. I mean normally you, we usually agree on things, but I, 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 I can't. I, I would not call it purple. I said we'll go maroon. I'll go with maroon then. You know maroon. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Stephanie. Uh, congratulations on the great trip. I love that you, in fact you were there in person, and uh, love the uh, traveling Vegas Golden Knight fans. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go to line number one, Mike. You're on the BGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thought we forgot about you, didn't you? Yeah. Well, you threw me a curve there, but um, I want to get off of Positivity Alley for just one quick second and see if you agree with this or not and maybe crimp the corner of this page. Um, Could I ask the guys to never again at any point in this season blow a two-goal lead in the third period against the division opponent and not even get a point? Is that too much to ask? Hold on. You were not this sour last night. What happened? No, I wasn't. I thought about it, Brian. Overnight, I've been thinking about this, and it just isn't sitting well with me. You, would you agree that we should have gotten at least a point out of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Br- Bruce would agree. Uh, 
Kelly McCrimmon would agree. Every, yeah. Good. Everybody, uh, Mike Muir would agree uh, <laughs> on the, uh, the the medical side. Like so every, the players would agree. Every, everybody's uh, on board with you. It's just sometimes. I just, uh, you, we could go all season and never see that happen again, couldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's all. And then, then outside of that, you're right, Ryan. I was very philosophical. Yeah. A, a loss is a loss. A loss is a loss. So, but in a more uh, interesting vein, since American Thanksgiving is coming up mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks, and you know the theory behind being in the playoff race at that time, I'm going to give you a, a quick list, and then you guys tell me which of these two don't fit. Hey, remember, the it's Duff- a two-hour show, okay? <laughs> well, I'm just going to give you a quick okay. list, I promise. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Ducks, the Kings, the Canucks, the Oilers, the Flames, and the Kraken. Which of those two teams don't make it? Okay, well, you can't go with Rockets. Okay, dude. yeah, you know, I was, can I you? There's a question. Hold on, off the hold list. on. Are you just Ducks, asking? Ducks, Kings. Oilers. Yeah, the Ducks, the Kings, mm-hmm, the yeah. Canucks, the Oilers, and the Flames and the Kraken. Two of those teams cannot make the playoffs realistically. Okay. Which two? You're not throwing San Jose in there, are you? <laughs> or us. <laughs> I don't know. But everybody I, I, else. Well, the Ducks don't make the playoffs. Ducks don't they absolutely the do not, in no. your opinion. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, I'm with you there. Yeah, um, and then one other. Yeah, I don't know. Flames. I would be. Would I'm be right. My, I'm right in my, Calgary off right now. Uh, wow. Wheelhouse, but I'm I'm not going to say that they won't. But if if I had to pick two, those are the two that I would that I would go right now that give me the least uh, amount of optimism that they can turn it around. I I think the Oilers do with the two best players in the world. The Kings are able to score a lot, uh, and uh, Seattle Kraken have some have some depth there. I, I I don't I like the Seattle Kraken more than than other people. Okay, now between now and midnight, there is going to be a big game between Edmonton and Vancouver. Mm-hmm. If Edmonton loses, and Ryan knows this, in September I predicted Jay Woodcroft to be the first to lose his job. Will he? Be fired if Edmonton loses. We'll deal with that later. And Mike, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tune you in. I'm not gonna take you aside and <laughs> read you the riot act. But there is like a 17 question limit on this show. <laughs> well, you opened and, the door and I and, ran in. Well, Sorry. Yeah, I opened the door and I told you it was only a two hour show, and then you followed, you doubled it down and asked another question. I'll deal with the Oilers in just a little bit. Uh, I promise. Okay. Uh-huh. Fair enough. It's a 90-minute show, by the way, at this point. Well, and at this point, you're right. Uh, there's uh, Mike. He's the co-host of the VGK Insider Feisty Show. Feisty today. Las Vegas. Yeah, I like how Mike is at every single practice, but he wants us to ask the guys to not do that. Yeah. Like, Mike, you're a practice. You could ask them. No, he can't. He can't get in. <laughs> well, he can't get in where? To practice? No, he can't get into the room. Well, he could hold up a sign. No, Don't blow another do two-goal yes. lead. Yes. Hey, guys. My wish point. for the rest of the season. He could bring in a sign. This is this is after I did like some research for Mike. He wanted to know what the record was for the Golden Knights during daylight savings time. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Legitimately. They were thirty eight, eight, and four. Hmm. Yeah. I had a panic attack yesterday <laughs> because Elliot came in mm-hmm. to the office. We were at a Studio 31. Yeah. And he never goes, he's never there that super early because mm-hmm. uh, around me because he's doing his other jobs. Right. And then he swings by, we grab the notes, and we go over together. 
Uh, he came by, grabbed his notes, and then walked over to the studio from our office. I'm like, that is really early for him. Yeah. And then I looked at my watch, and it said 3 o'clock. And I had this feeling of, is it really 4 o'clock? Like, did my, <laughs> did my phone not update? I So I Googled. Yeah. This is what I did. I Googled, what time is it in <laughs> what, Las Vegas? What, what time is it, it right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah it said, and it said 3 o'clock. Well, your phone, your phone goes automatically. I know, but what if it didn't? Like, what oh. if there was a reason why it just didn't? Update now. I now I know a way to like program it. And for you. that has never happened to me where yeah. I've been worried about the time. Even when you had to do it manually, sure, yeah. it's never happened to me. I, oh, I was I had the sweats going on pretty good, the, and then I was mad at them for not phoning me and telling me to get get over. Mm-hmm. It, it turned to that where I was upset <laughs> with them. But but I, it was all good. We were there on time. Good job. Uh, let's go to Stephanie on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stephanie, one, what's up? Hey guys, I feel really weird being called Stephanie One since I was the second one to call in. Is that am I just Stephanie One now? Okay, no, I got it mixed up. I I went off Chapman's uh, notes there. <laughs> I, I I thought he said Stephanie too earlier, so this is uh, so so he got it backwards. <laughs> he got it backwards. This is Stephanie One. Oh well, I If it really was Chapman's fault, I yeah. forgive you, Chapman. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I, I know that this was. You know, the first, like, full no-point loss of the season. Mm-hmm. But, like, it actually made me even more, like, uh, I don't know what the word is, like, invested in the team that, like, this team is is for real. Because we're sitting on 23 out of 26 points, and you have players like William Carlson who are like, I hate to lose. Like, they were mad. They were legitimately mad after losing that game. Even, you know, knowing how well they've done, knowing that losses are going to happen, this is a team that is going out there every single night, no matter what, fighting for it, and they're going to continue doing that. So, like, just, it, it, it even bolstered it even more, even though it was a loss. I loved William Carlson's postgame commentary. I, I really did. We we were able to take that on the uh, on the radio postgame show, and when he said, you know, it, yeah, it's been a great start. You like it, but you know, no one wants to lose. You can't feel happy about about anything after a loss. And I want to go eighty-two and zero. That was the perfect response because, again, this is a team that doesn't like to lose. They hate to lose. They want to win, and the expectation is that they're going to win most nights, and that they want to do what they did last year. They want to win again. Yeah, and I mean, and honestly, when you look at it, the two games that we've lost were within reach. We haven't been blown out of the water. Like, this is a team that is competitive every single night, no matter what. Yeah, that's why I was mad the empty netter went in, because then we could say there were just one goal losses. One goal, way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Full way through. <laughs> uh, thanks for that, uh, Stephanie, too. Appreciate it. On the VGK Insider Show, back to the phone lines. Uh, Lou is on the air with us. Say hello to Chapman and Wallace. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How you doing? What's going on, Lou? Oh, not too much, man. Just after cleaning out my ice chest and waiting to talk to you guys. Well, there you go. What uh, What do you got to say <laughs> on, on last night's loss? You know what? This is what I got to say, and I'm sorry if I am being redundant from other callers, but I, I didn't hear the the other callers. Um, if you told me that I could beat Colorado 7 nothing and lose to Anaheim 4-2, to or beat Anaheim seven nothing and lose to Colorado four to two. 
I'll take the beating Colorado 7 nothing and the loss 4-2 to because that loss to Anaheim means absolutely nothing. There's no way at the end of the season anybody's going to say, they're going to look back and say, well, you know, the Golden Knights were fine until that loss to Anaheim 4-2, to and that kind of swung the season. It's not going to happen. That loss last night was a nothing burger. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that you look at the, the game that they played against Anaheim, and you know, as we've kind of broken down that third period, it's it's really uh, you know some mistakes, some some seeing eye plays where uh, the the Ducks were advantageous. I, I don't think that the Golden Knights necessarily beat themselves last night, and it's a, just a scenario where you turn the page now. Everything now it becomes normal. You don't have anything else that's kind of like taking away attention from each individual game. Now you just get to approach it from a day by day basis. Absolutely. Last night was Anaheim's Stanley Cup. Yeah. I don't know whether that's the case, but it was a big win for them, and they deserve to win. I, I'm with you on, on the f- idea, and I love the point of view, Lou. I, I really do, that uh, nobody's going to be thinking about this. And at the end of the year, add in the fact that you would take the Colorado win the same way that occurred. Uh, if if you had to pick uh, a win over one of the two, uh, that, that's a great point because mm-hmm. uh, right on down uh, the list, uh, having that uh, that win head-to-head against a conference contender uh, is, is awesome. Now, what are you doing in the backyard? What are, you, what are you taking care of? You know what? I'm actually in the front yard. I'm cleaning out my cooler, and I'm just staring out at the Sea of Cortez and watching the, you know, the sun go down behind me. It's just a beautiful evening here in Mexico. It's about 82 degrees, T-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops, and that's it. Wow. What was in the cooler today? You know, it wasn't anything today. I was too lazy to clean it out yesterday and uh, might have had a Modelo or two in it. And, oh. you know, today's cleanup day. Once again, uh, I reiterate, when I grow up, I want to be Papa Lou. When that happens, <laughs> that's, that's my attitude. Same hire. Hey, uh, same, same hire, buddy. Same, uh, same uh, <laughs> to you as far as uh, best wishes. And uh, love to hear from you across the border, bud. Have a good night, guys. There's Papa Lou, a uh, long-distance caller, one of our regulars. Big Make fan. Make happen on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, that That's a great <clears throat> take Yeah, on he would do it the exact same way, beat and smash Colorado, mm-hmm. and then drop uh, your first uh, game in regulation to, to Anaheim. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Papa Lou there, too. I, I think that, you know, you, you knew what the Colorado game – could mean and you know as much as a game in early November can really mean between two teams that are expecting to make the playoffs and go on long runs but the fact that the Golden Knights were able to go out there and and play the way that they did and beat Colorado the way that they did um, speaks volumes and I think it speaks more than you know dropping a game to Anaheim let's take a break when we come back we'll try to connect with Steve who's $400 richer courtesy of the VGK insider show and uh, just break down what happened in the hockey parlay contest. And we will set up our number two, which will include a visit with George McPhee, the president of hockey operations of the 11-1-1 Vegas Golden Knights. You're listening to Fox Sports Las Vegas. I wish you guys could have heard the connection between Chris Chapman and Steve, our hockey parlay contest winner <laughs> uh, during the commercial break. But uh, that's for later on, if we get there. Uh, this is all about uh, Steve being $400 winner. You went three for three, my friend. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much, and I owe part of that credit to you guys. Uh, no, no, it's to me. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> hey, guys. that's ridiculous. Okay, let's 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 cut through all of the fat here. 
Who do you uh-huh. really owe the four hundred dollars to? Well, if my wife finds out, probably her. <laughs> Great answer. You get nothing without me. Or me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, you guys did awesome. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I want you to say, Darren, you're responsible you for don't, this. You don't have to do that, Steve. Darren, you're partially responsible. Boom. For that. I wouldn't let you <laughs> off the air. Off the phone without you changing. So Steve goes through, and I don't even know what the other games he picked, but it comes down to San Jose and Pittsburgh in San Jose, and and he takes San Jose, which hadn't won a game yet this year. Still haven't won a game this year. That was my game, by the way. And I went through and said, no, you don't want that. Gave you another opportunity Mm -hmm. at the end, and you switched to Pittsburgh, and it ends up 10-2. And that would have been a horrible way to go out. So, dude, I will take it. Post-dated, out-of-state. Double endorsed, whatever way you want to write the check, but I'll take the the little bit of a tip. You're not obligated, Steve. I'm I'm only I'm the only listener that's ever listened to you guys, though. Evidently, well, true because everybody else, <laughs> everybody else has stuck to their guns and didn't want to change. Yeah. You, yeah. this was a special one though. The San Jose Pittsburgh <laughs> one was a special one. Yeah, that nah, was a good one. I didn't get to see that one. Uh, Saw the saw the Knights kick some uh, avalanche butt though. Mm, nice. Yeah. What are you gonna do great. with your with your four hundred smackers? Uh, well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some um we're gonna do some stuff with my truck. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm putting a leveling kit on it and stuff like that. A leveling kit. What kind of yeah. truck do you have? Uh Ford F one fifty crew cab. Yeah. You like it? Oh yeah, love it, love it. That and I might I might look at getting some tickets to a night's game. Don't don't tip Millard. He, he doesn't he doesn't need it. Congra- <laughs> congratulations though, my friend. Uh, seriously, uh, well I done. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, we're happy appreciate for listening you. to you guys every night heading home. We're uh, we're pumped for you. Four hundred dollars that uh, that helps out, especially at this time of the year when we're uh, when we're putting away a little bit uh, extra for for gifts. Uh, there's uh, Steve on the VGK Insider Show, our <laughs> hockey parlay contest winner. It goes uh, back now mm-hmm. to a hundred dollars this week because we had a winner. It does, and I just want to highlight one very important aspect of all of this. You asked me last week on the show which would happen first: a winner for the hockey parlay contest mm-hmm. or the San Jose Sharks winning a game. The big reason why I picked a San Jose Sharks game this weekend, I, I, they're, they're, I win. I win. We had a winner on the hockey parlay contest. I stacked the deck in my favor. Thankfully, Steve changed his mind and went with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and now I don't have that clip haunting me the rest of the season. It's, it's funny. It was really a two-game parlay yeah. when you think about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Right? Yes. Because the the obvious Pittsburgh yeah. San Jose and yeah. uh ten two. Uh I mean you don't expect a team well, to give up ten goals on back to back games, but that's that's what happened. Here. So that was, that really does make it a two game parlay. Is it can you have a two game parlay? Well, it really honestly it was it was a one game parlay because LA made it a, a, a no doubter against Philadelphia. It was five nothing LA. That one was pretty clear. Um just how well the Kings have been playing. But uh, the, the game that I wasn't 100% certain on was Columbus-Washington. And he he headed out of the park with Washington. So well done. Uh, good job there uh, from Steve's point of view. Uh, coming up, we're going to get into one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. And, and we – I know. <laughs> He's giving me the stretch mark because we, we got we to gotta, – this stretch signal – 
Because we got a couple more minutes before we break, before the top of the hour. It's not used to us being so early. No, no. Or on time. We could go 20 minutes long, yeah. and it doesn't say a word. Not anything, yep. Nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but I start promoting the, the what, what's going to happen later in the show, and he starts trying to bring a plane at, at gate 34 Can, over at McCarran Airport. I'm just going to throw a counterpoint out there. At least he's paying attention. Yeah. Which is which is progress yeah. uh, on this front. Uh, we've got the out of town scoreboard coming up uh, as well. Uh, a game, and I'm I'm torn here. There's two games tonight mm-hmm. that of of significant interest, and they're both later on. Yeah, Dallas and Boston. Mm-hmm. That is a game of early season heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Edmonton Vancouver contest. Mm-hmm. Which game are you more interested in tonight? It should be. Now, it should be Dallas against Boston. Yeah. But I'm sliding over to the NASCAR effect mm-hmm. of the can't turn my ways away away from the, the big wreck yep. in, in the Edmonton Oilers. If both Edmonton and Vancouver were okay, mm-hmm. honestly, I wouldn't have as much intrigue or fascination about it but due to the fact that Edmonton only has two wins so mm-hmm. far yep. Vancouver's already beat them a couple of times including mm-hmm. a uh thrashing on on opening night it's it's got the implications of if this goes on much longer Edmonton might have to make a significant lineup adjustment or potentially and I don't think they will but mm-hmm. How long do you go in that market without a, a possible change of coach? Yeah, it's interesting because if the records were reversed, if the if the Oilers come in with eight wins and the, the Canucks only have two on the season, nobody cares about this game. You're not interested in this game. But because it's Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and the expectations the Oilers had coming into the season to have just two wins on the year, uh, you look at this one a, a little bit more intently. It should be Boston Dallas. It's not even close. The only, like the, the main game I'm focused in on today is Edmonton Vancouver. That's the game I'm going to be watching. That's the game that I'm going to be tracking because a loss for Edmonton just makes things so much more intriguing. If Edmonton loses that game in regulation, mm-hmm. Vancouver's 14 points up in the first week of November. Yeah, that's true. 14 points ahead of the Oilers. Yep. In the first week of November. Yep. With a regulation win over the Oilers. Yes. That is just mind-boggling. Would you have thought there would be a 14-point gap at any stage or a 12-point even right now 12-point? Not not on that arrangement. Mm-hmm. Maybe Oilers ahead of Sure. Canucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. based on the last couple yeah. of years, yeah. and how motivated everybody talked about how the Oilers were just locked in on getting back to challenging for a Western Conference title and getting into the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. But the actuality of Vancouver being 14 points ahead of mm-hmm. the Edmonton Oilers in the first week of November and Vancouver not even being in first place... It's pretty ridiculous. They, like Vancouver not even being the best team yeah. in the division. Well, that that one tells you somebody else has been great. And the other part is 
that it's a disaster right now mm-hmm. in Edmonton. Yeah. I fully expect them to find a way here. I think they in this still, game, they, maybe not in this game. I don't know how long it's going to take. Vancouver's playing really well. Uh, like Vancouver's playing They're, as as good a hockey mm-hmm. as as we've seen in five years. Yep, I'm with you. And this is this is a tough test for Edmonton, but I still think they they find a way to get into the Stanley Cup playoffs. And if they end up as the as a four seed, that's a that's a tough out in the yeah. first round of the playoffs. I, I think there's a lot of teams that are are hoping that either the Oilers start turning it around right now so that they don't end up as a four seed, mm-hmm. or that you know they miss the playoffs altogether because that's the worst thing in the world that you would want if you win a division, right? If you win the Central or the Pacific, the first round matchup if you've got the Edmonton Oilers, especially given the 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 pace that they would have to play at. To get themselves there, I wouldn't want that in the first round. At this point, Edmonton is nine points outside of fourth place. Mm-hmm. They got to make up some ground there, but that—that's doable. That's—that's that's a team that could rip off right now. They can—they can rip off a fourteen wins in twenty. They stretch. could. Yeah, they're—they're they're capable of it. Yeah, but. You probably want to see that sooner than later if you're and, an And the whole fan. Thanksgiving thing, <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving. I was on with Panger today on mm-hmm. the Bob McCallum podcast, and we both agree it's not Thanksgiving. Like That's a traditional thought. It's more middle of December. Look at all the teams that are just middling around right now. It, we, we need more than a couple of more weeks. Second hour of the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. After this, oh, I can stop stretching now? Yeah. I can go? Okay. <laughs> 